Okay, friends. I have to ask. Do you know what a water dragon is? Do you know where it lives or how it survives? No. Then you haven't seen Disney's latest phenom, Raya and the Last Dragon. It's the bomb. That just means it's really good. <laughs> If you haven't heard my interview with the Disney filmmakers from last week, you should check it out. It's really insightful. But this week, I'm going to give you my take on what is sure to be another Disney classic. So stay tuned for more on my thoughts. See you in a moment. Welcome to All Things Madison, the podcast exclusively for kids, sure to tickle your funny bone while learning something new at the same time. You'll hear from talking bears, laughing unicorns, and farting sloths. <clears throat> Excuse me, announcer lady, but it ain't that kind of show. Are you sure? Um, yes. I'm the producer. That's the thrifty little diva show you're talking about. You know, the other one. Okay then. On that note. Here's your host Madison Lauren and her dad. <clears throat> oh, right. Uh, let's see here. And her super smart, <laughs> hilariously funny, best of best dads, Mr. Durante Smith. <laughs> Please enjoy the show. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. I'm your host Madison Lauren, and welcome to my show. Each week, we introduce you to exciting people with cool jobs, the behind the scenes of new places. Or we review books, movies, and topics that kids care about. Oh yeah, and the show is produced by my dad, the goofball you might hear from time to time, and supported in part by Kids Listen. And we kindly ask you support our advertisers, as is how I make a few dollars that contributes to my college fund. I know, shameless plug, right? <laughs> If you would like to be a sponsor or contributing patron, reach out to us at. Smith.Devante at gmail.com. Okay, now on to the show. Last week, I got a chance to interview two of the more than 450 filmmakers of the latest Disney animation, Raya and the Last Dragon. All right, guys, remember what we're looking for, and don't trust anyone. Whoa, what? Baby, where are your parents? Hey, uh, who's baby? What? <laughs> really? A con baby? <laughs> Impressive. We could use someone like you. Yeah? Let's catch you up. My name is Raya. Our lands have been at war for as long as we can remember. Our people never see eye to eye. My daughter, I believe our people can come together again, but someone has to take the first step. Now, in order to restore peace, we must find the last dragon. I wish to join this fellowship of butt kickery. Let's go. We'll have to watch our backs. We're not the only ones looking. Six years of searching. Please let this be it. Oh, my DC suit! Who said that? We really need your help. Ah, I'm gonna be real with you. I'm not like the best. 
dragon. Have you ever done like a group project, but there's like that one kid who didn't pitch in as much, but still ended up with the same grade? Uh, we're doomed. You and the dragon are coming with me. Hmm, my sword here says we're not. The world's broken. You can't trust anyone. Maybe it's broken because you don't trust anyone. You just have to take the first step. A shape changed. Dragons can do that? Look how close my butt is to my head. It's gonna make digestion so much faster. In theaters or ordered on Disney Plus with Premier Access, March 5th. One important takeaway here is just how many jobs exist in the field of animation. It's not just the people who draw the characters, or the people who make them, or the people who make them move. There are all sorts of other jobs you can do to work at a big company like Disney. When I spoke to Miss Caligo Hurley and Miss Amico Cecilia on the making of the movie, they explained their roles and how they affected the film. If you didn't hear it, here's a clip from the interview. This question is for you both. When you deal with other artists for collaboration, what is the creative process like? I thought about this a lot. This is such a great question, Madison. Thank you for bringing it up. And, you know, I thought about it. And I think for me, it comes down to just a couple of really simple things. They're they're actually not that simple. They seem simple. Um, But one is really listening to other people deeply, even when they have a different idea and trying to understand why they might have a different idea or celebrating when we agree on something. That's always really nice. Um, So really listening. And part of the process also is to be honest. And so you know, if we trust that the other people in the room are also listening to us, then we can be honest, even if we might be a little nervous that what we're going to say might be different from what that person is planning to do, or might be just a totally different perspective that they might not even agree with. So I think being able to trust that we can speak honestly um, with one another and being really willing to listen to one another is, is critical in collaboration, no matter what what form it is. What do you think, Kaliko? I find that one thing that really um, sticks out to me in being creative, a lot of times it comes down to confidence and confidence in your voice and and knowing that that you're here for a reason and that your voice needs to be heard. And so for me, a lot of the things I like to keep in mind is that like, especially when you're working with a team, everybody wants the best for you. And so it's just, you know, being courageous sometimes and saying your idea and um, just just seeing what happens, I think that's a big part of collaboration, because if you aren't speaking your voice, if you aren't speaking up, then you can't contribute into the project and really flex your skills. So for me, that's been something I've, I've really enjoyed. And it helps when you're working with people who um, encourage that, you know, and sort of make light and, and everybody's having a good time. Now, I haven't seen the movie yet, so they really didn't want to give any spoilers, but I've seen it now. And trust me, it's good. I didn't really know what to expect. And from the trailers, I was excited to see it. I mean, come on, it's Disney. But wow, was I surprised. It was so well done. Spoiler alert, if you haven't seen the movie yet and don't want me to ruin it for you, 
You should turn this episode off now. Um, maybe don't throw it away, but save it like a piece of chocolate cake for a rainy day. <laughs> so here's the deal. By now, I'm sure you know what the movie's about, right? If not, the first question was, why was finding the last dragon important? So, 500 years ago, weird-looking monsters tore the land apart, leaving only the dragons to stop them. But the dragons grew weak, and they agreed to fuse all the power into a single gem before they were defeated and turned into stone. They entrusted their sister Sisu, the very last dragon, to use the power of the gem to fight off the monsters and restore peace in the world again. Cut to present day. A young girl named Raya places her trust in the wrong person and loses the one thing her and her family are sworn to protect. The sacred jewel from Sisu, the very last water dragon. The jewel is believed to guard the whole world against an evil plague, sort of like the coronavirus. Those were the monsters. But instead of working together, people do what people do. They fight over it and break it. Now the plague is released on the world again, and now all seems lost. But Raya sets out to make things right by hunting for the hidden tomb of the last dragon. And when she does, she has to go to all of the other kingdoms to gather each piece of the stolen jewel so the dragon can heal the world yet again. But her plans run into trouble when she trusts the same friend yet again. And once more, the friend lets her down. Things go from bad to worse, and they lose the dragon. In an epic battle, Raya fights her once closest friend, now fiercest enemy. But the only thing that can save them is something the dragon said. Trust. Even after breaking her trust twice, Raya puts the ultimate trust in her friend as she sacrifices her life for the continuation of mankind. Wow, that's deep. And how does it all work out? Well, I can't tell you that. You need to check out the movie for yourself. I can't blab everything, you know. <laughs> we'll get more into the review after this break. We'll return in just a moment. Mystery Recipe is a kids' podcast about cooking from America's Test Kitchen Kids that is jam-packed with trivia, science, and, of course, food. New episodes come out on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Each week features a different kitchen ingredient. And for each season's grand finale, we'll use all of the ingredients for a recipe cook-along. The recipe is a mystery. Will you be able to guess what it is? Listen to Mystery Recipe today anywhere you get your podcasts. And keep on cooking. And now back to the show. Let's start about how I felt with Raya and the Last Dragon. Well, I already said I thought it was good, but it was more than that. It was amazing. But why? To answer that, you have to understand a little about me. As many of you know, and probably more don't, my mom died when I was young. Like, really young. I was only three. And my dad picked up the responsibility and has raised me on his own ever since. My dad is a fun-loving, caring guy, and he makes me feel loved. He teaches me stuff that other kids don't get to learn. Like, how many 8-year-olds do you know with a podcast, a YouTube channel, or a clothing line? I know, right? Yeah, I'm pretty lucky. But we do all sorts of stuff together. Like we walk and jog on the nature trails, we swim together regularly, we play chess, make dinner, and have family night usually once a week. It's nice, and I've come to treasure our time. But as I've gotten a little older, I've also begun to see not everyone has that sort of relationship with their dad or parent. 
And that is why I feel connected to Raya. She lost her mom when she was young too, like me. And like me, she was raised by her dad, who she was very close to. Her relationship with her dad was important in the movie because they had a strong father-daughter relationship. And sad at the same time, because Raya spent six years in search for the last dragon to save her father. The bond in their relationship was apparent by how her dad treated her and his nickname for her. It reminded me so much of my relationship with my dad, how we often goof around and selling nicknames. And like Raya, I get annoyed by my dad sometimes too. I think we all do, but you know what? It's okay because I know he means well. Then there are life lessons of hope, trust, and love. I learned you have to believe people you trust instead of hiding in the dark and making it worse. I haven't been in a situation like Raya to have to put that kind of trust into another person yet, but as I get older, I'm sure I will at some point. To me, it was the main theme of the movie. Basically, the movie was about trust and learning how to forgive. Yeah, forgiveness was a big thing too. Raya couldn't have overcome her problems without it. But it was hard. I felt badly for her. Like, how do you trust someone who has burned you twice already? I'll give you my final thoughts on Raya and the Last Dragon right after this message. We'll return in just a moment. In the beginning, everyone was nice. But over time, so slowly that no one could say when it started, the fairies and the ponies got mean. Rumors spread across the land that they were to blame for various things gone wrong, things gone missing. And before you knew it, it was common knowledge that the fairies and ponies were bad. Beatrice knew this better than anyone because, although she couldn't prove it yet, she knew that the fairies and ponies had stolen her egg. And stealing a dragon's egg, in Beatrice's opinion, was going too far. But to confront them, she would need the help of a knight. To find out what happens next, please subscribe to Fairies and Dragons, Ponies and Knights on your favorite podcast player. And now back to the show. I think overall, the movie really teaches you some very important things about friendships we need to know. Like how Namari became friends with Raya only to try to steal the gem. That stinks. What kind of friend does that? Well, it was sad. Really sad. And that is how real life is. Maybe not with magical gems, but some people only become your friends because they want something from you. And when they get it, your whole relationship falls apart. Another thing, there's a big lesson, and that is do not trust all people. But give some people a chance. That could change something in your life, like in the movie. I remember Raya taking the first step. As she turned into a statue, then all the rest of the team followed her lead. So that left Namari to make the final decision. When she had let them down so many times before, they put their trust in her for the biggest moment of their lives. Oh, and my favorite character of the movie, it was Sisu, the last dragon, because she was hilarious. Uh, what did Sisu do that was so hilarious, you ask? Three things stand out for me. One. When Raya found her, she thought she was with her siblings. She was so happy and goofy. Two, it was when she was trying to hide her dragon self. The disguises she took on were too funny. And three, when she turned into a human. Oh boy, you could tell she wasn't used to being a human. She was like a toddler in a grown person's body. 
Hilarious, I tell ya. Sort of like my little two-year-old cousin, Chandler, and my dad's body. That would be funny, right? <laughs> I think you guys should see this movie, because you can learn all the lessons that I mentioned to you. And you will find it a happy, sad movie. Like, it has some sad parts for sure. But you will leave feeling happy and warm inside with how everything works out. And finally, this movie makes you think about your own friendships. Like, working as a team is a very good thing to do. You can use a team when things are hard. Having others to lean on, to care about you, and put your faith into isn't a bad thing. It's a good thing. We all need a little help from time to time. Well, there it is, folks. I hope you enjoyed my review of Disney's Raya and the Last Dragon. I highly encourage you to get out to a theater and check it out today. Wear a mask and follow safety protocols, and it will be okay. If not, then just get it on Disney+. Plus. Either way, you won't be disappointed. And thanks again to Amiko and Kalika for the inside scoop on making the movie. For more of their interview, check out Season 2, Episode 21. Hey, Daddy, before we go, can we take a moment to recognize the situation that happened here in Atlanta last week that's not being talked about all around the world? Yes, of course. What's on your mind? Well, a man shot and killed eight people here targeting Asian women where they worked. And since the coronavirus... Crimes against Asian people have increased dramatically. And that's wrong. Or like you have assistants in the Philippines, Sophia and Vincent, right? I've talked to Sophia, and she's a real sweetheart. What the guy did to those people and their families breaks my heart. So as a way of supporting our Asian friends, I thought we could do a tribute just to let them know they're not alone. So... Let's all join in the effort to stop Asian hate. Enjoy! Hello, old friend. Are you in love with love again? Whisper to my reflection. Just how it ends Goodbye, good dream It sure was nice to fall asleep Thinking of you But now the daybreak screams so loud I understand you have to leave But there's one thing or two I've been thinking through a need to slide off my mind So if you find a little time I wrote a note that goes something like I don't blame you for the winter Or the way I feel when I'm alone And I won't hold your smile against you Write your name into a song, Olivia And honestly we could be happy If we first taught our hearts to stand But just so long as I need to need you We're two left feet 
Hope you enjoyed this cover of Olivia by the group Canyon City and sung by our new friend Stephanie, who's in Hawaii, and she goes by Hokalina. Thanks, Hokalina, and thanks for listening. Okay, friends, it's that time again. I need your help. I'm interviewing fellow Kids Listen podcaster Mick Sullivan from the Kids Podcast, The Past and the Curious, this month. We're going to discuss things like his interest in history, the book he wrote about the day meat fell from the sky. Yes, that really happened. His job at the History Museum and more. But I need your help for some good questions to ask. So go check out his podcast, The Past and the Curious, and subscribe while you're there. Think of a good question you want to know an answer to. And I'll include it on the show. Just send it to my dad at smith.durante at gmail.com. Hey guys, thanks for tuning into the show. I never want to take you for granted, so just know it means a lot. Now, people are asking, where can they find my stuff? If you're looking for the coolest tees, hoodies, accessories, and more, you can just go to shopmadisonlauren.com and you will find everything there now do me a favor and take a moment to hit the subscribe button under this episode or video that way you'll be notified when each new episode comes out and if you enjoyed the show kindly leave us a five-star rating and a short review if you have time this lets other moms and dads know they too should download it for their munchkins (laughs) okay on that note I'm out. Thank you for listening to All Things Madison. Kindly take a moment to subscribe, leave a comment, and rate the show so that our participating partners know you are following along. You can get your Madison Lauren graphic tees at shopmadisonlauren.com or follow her YouTube channel at All Things Madison. This production was brought to you by Infinity Global Media Group, LLC. Contact us at smith.durante at gmail.com for bookings or more information.